Well, the Business Tribe has been following it, um, the, the story of uh, Altvest with quite a lot of interest. It seems as though Warren Wheatley, uh, whose brainchild Altvest was, has uh, is aged a little, as we can see him on screen with the, mm, you know, the George Clooney look now, Warren. Good to see you again. Akshay Karen with us as well, the Chief Investment Officer. We're going to be finding out more about what's going on at Altvest after the introduction there of Stafford Marcy and Gigi Alcock as director, Stafford, in fact, as the chair, and some very interesting developments as far as raising of capital is concerned. But maybe let's start at the very beginning, Warren. Uh, Stafford, has he made much of, a, of an impact as chairman? Um, absolutely, Alec. Uh, Stafford has, has brought um, a level of, of you know, advanced thinking to the board. He's, he's also made incredible connections. Um, he loves the platform. And so he's been using his network to do very strategic introductions to companies that might very well, in fact, join us as strategic partners and help us just scale up the business. So there's a number of very hot conversations happening right now with very key strategic big players from the SA economy. Um, we can't t- say too much right now. We're still in the NDA, but uh, watch the space carefully. It is interesting when you bring in somebody with those connections, and that's what the world's about, isn't it? That uh, we all know from the outside that Altvest is a very exciting proposition. Uh, we've said that many times here, but it's kind of getting the acceptance by the establishment uh, in a way, or at least partnership with an establishment. And sometimes all it needs is an intro. Yeah. The platform and what we're doing is, is very novel and complex. And, and so it's difficult to get somebody to sit down and actually look at it properly. But what I can say is when people actually take the time to do that, um, they are blown away by what is possible with the platform. And, you know, it's, that's where the connections and the introductions help in that when it comes from someone of uh, Stafford's caliber or Gigi's caliber, um, people actually take the time to, to take it seriously and, and sit down and look at it and think about it. And once that happens, um, the interest is, is overwhelming. Actually, from your perspective as the chief investment officer, you need the ammo to be able to make the investments. How's that been going? Do you have it? Do you have a, a, a treasury? Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, you're absolutely correct. I think it's. You can only, uh, you can only invest if you have capital to invest, right? And so, it's been a process for us, and we've spent the lion's share of this year actually in uh, very detailed capital raising discussions and due diligences. And so, you know, we're very proud to say that the first tranche of institutional capital has flown, uh, has uh, has into our our flagship SME debt fund, the Altvest Credit Opportunities Fund. And so that is, um, it is a standalone entity, a little bit different to Altvest Capital in the sense that it focuses almost entirely on providing affordable loans to SMEs. But the the interest that we've received on that, uh, on that investment entity has been incredible. And we've received our first tranche of institutional capital to go out there and actually fund great businesses in South Africa. Oh, that's interesting. We'll talk about that in a little more detail. But Warren, before we get into the nuts and bolts, you have also listed Altvest on A2X. 
the A2X exchange. Has that made much of a difference? And are shareholders now able to to trade more aggressively perhaps than in the past? I mean, is there stock available to trade? Um, the stock is, is still very tightly held. Um, so we don't see much liquidity. Um, you know, staff and management and most of the directors um, and some of our partners hold the stock very tight. So I would guess the made only 15% of our issued shares are actually free float. Um, A2X is largely um, you know, built and services the institutional market. And in fact, our, our institutional clients who have just entered the business have, have traded through A2X. Um, but the liquidity hasn't been great. We are taking some serious steps to to fix that and to resolve that problem. Um, but it's that that's news and an announcement for a new year. Um, and so what are you focusing on right now? Actually, it's already uh, given us a little hint there. Well, right now we, we've raised $100 million, uh, from four institutional retirement funds. Um, we want to deploy that capital as quickly and efficiently and effectively as possible, but also as responsibly as possible. So the focus for the last three weeks has been to curate a list of um, SMEs that are going to move the same needles we want to move, and that's employment, women empowerment, um, growth, those kind of things. And so we've been searching for those kinds of SMEs. Sure, there'll be some of them in the business community. Maybe actually, you can give us a little more detail of what the qualifications are, and then indeed uh, what the capital is going to cost, or the loans are going to cost those companies. Yeah, sure. So, I mean, we our, our mandate is pretty broad. You know, we we could do close to anything as it relates to debt financing, but there's there are there are a few pillars that we've decided to focus on at at the start. The largest pillar is working capital, and that's short-term funding solutions to businesses to finance their growth. So that's either to finance you know, trading stock, to finance strategic expenses, to, uh, to reduce the cash flow challenges, to help them take on new contracts. And that's going to be the lion's share of the capital we deploy. In addition, we're going to do some asset finance so that's slightly longer tenured than the working capital. And that would be secured by an asset, and that's going to help a business kind of inject some rocket fuel into their operations, invest in that new production capacity, buy that new asset. Uh, and we want to partner with businesses on that growth journey. The third pillar, and admittedly, it's going to be the smallest pillar at the start, will be water and energy solutions. And that's a subset of asset finance. But basically, what we want to do there is it's less about growth and it's more about business continuity. We want to help businesses that have been negatively impacted by energy and water insecurity to be able to continue operating through those. So whether that's an investment in a generator, in solar power, in water tankers, uh, we want to be part of that journey as well. In terms of pricing, um, unfortunately, the reality of the SME landscape in South Africa is that it is risky. And so we have to price for risk. And so it, we will always be more expensive than a traditional bank. And that's because we want to partner with the clients that are struggling to access traditional banking. With that being said, 
uh, we do believe that there is some room to, to give SMEs a good deal in South Africa. And in some cases, a better deal than they're currently getting by SME funding providers. So we, we like as much as possible to be a little bit cheaper than, you would get, than, than the pricing you would get from uh, a traditional non-banking uh, financing provider. So slightly more expensive than a bank, but slightly cheaper than one of the SME lenders that are currently in the market. It's such an interesting point that you've made there. I had a chat earlier this week with Quibus Fester from Mittal. And as a direct result of Eskom, they have had to close down their Newcastle plant and uh, retrench, well, get rid of 2,000 people, aren't going to have jobs anymore. And he was explaining, and in a, in a micro scale, I'm sure this is relevant, he was explaining that because of load shedding, they had to cut down the operations or stop the operations at times that, uh, that it obviously hadn't been planned. And as a consequence of that, restarting it was costing them an absolute fortune. On the other hand, they also weren't getting deliveries. In one instance, the iron ore didn't arrive, couldn't arrive because Transnet hadn't the capacity to do that. So they had to start, they had to stop the business as well. And he said, eventually, They've lost 500 million rand. They just had to close it. And you can imagine, Warren, from your side, that these kind of challenges for smaller businesses must be even more extreme. Yeah. Alec, our, our research has shown that it's actually the word I'd use is devastating. You know, for a butchery or a baker, you know, butcheries with refrigeration requirements, uh, bakers with ovens and, and that kind of stuff. You know, you, and you don't really get solar-powered ovens. You, know, you need high-intensity uh, electricity to run an oven. It's similar to um, the Oslo-Mittal ovens that, that you know, melt the, the, the iron ore. So we want to be able to borrow or, or lend to SMEs that want to get off the grid. And we foresee water becoming a major issue as well, where similarly... You, know, you need constant water supply to be able to run a business effectively. And, and so that's going to be a definitive part of our, our offering where you can come to us and we'll fund the acquisition of um, generators, solids, solar power, digging a borehole perhaps, or whatever the case may be to get you off the grid. Um, yeah, so it's a definitive uh, vertical and we hope to launch that real soon. Right now, we open for business for um, across all three, but we are taking a very curated approach, and we'd like to invite a premium set of BizNews um, subscribers. If they have needs in any of those areas, to please, uh, you know, reach us. Um, I like. I don't know if there's a, a mechanism we could use to to falter them slightly and to ensure that they are business premium subscribers in good standing. Uh, we'll happily uh, chat to them about their, their financing needs. Good. Well, we will do that. I'll, I'll make sure that I uh, communicate with our uh, premium members and maybe we'll give them a different email address or something like that to, uh, to channel it through. But it's, it's a very interesting approach that you have on that side. In other words, on the financing side, it seems to me, though, that the, the demand could be endless 
uh, given the challenges that many businesses are going through at the moment. Are you hoping to be a um, lender of last resort in some instances, or are you hoping to actually take away some of the businesses that that uh, might be with the banks? Actually, so I think I think the answer is neither. Alec. I think the, the the pool is so large of businesses that require financing that on just the structurally underbanked or unbanked alone, there are billions of rands worth of prospective financing opportunities. You know, uh, I think one of the one of the realities of living in South Africa is that there are these unique challenges. But what we've realized very quickly, spending time sitting with businesses, is that there are so many pockets of excellence. There are so many incredible businesses that have built anti-fragile business models, that have built resiliency, and they just either have chronic lack of access to financing, or in some cases, they are debt-free. They have no financing. And what we want to do is help those businesses scale and partner on their growth journeys. Now, of course, along the way, there will be businesses that are already have funding solutions, in some cases with banks, in some cases with the non-banks. And there it's about doing right by, the, by that business, doing right by that, that client, finding what's the best solution for them. And in truth, if a bank is going to give them better terms, then that's not the battleground that we fight on. We're not going to try and push a more expensive debt product if they are getting a better deal. But where they aren't getting a better deal, whether they need or where they need more flexibility, that's where we're going to play. And that's our sweet spot. Warren, what about the other side of Altvest, the original side of Altvest, the investing in smaller companies, bringing them to the market? I see they're listed now also on A2X, um, the, the, the Mganu Game Lodge, uh, Bamba Nani. What, that was, was, had a lot of promise. How's that developing? Well, Alec, um, so... Altfest, the Credit Opportunities Fund, is actually an investable fund and is our third listing. Um, we mentioned that you know we have fallen behind in, in terms of what we promised to the market. But just today, if you receive our newsletter, you'll see that that portal for equity support from Altfest Capital is now open. So any companies who want to you know, access public markets uh, through the Altvest platform are welcome to apply. So we've now got a fully-fledged equity product um, and, and our, you know the public is, of course, invited to apply. Our website has just launched this morning where anyone who wants to bring their business the same way Bambanani did or Nganu did is, is able to. We are aiming to do between six and eight of those per annum. Um, and still bring those to the market quite aggressively. We've got a deep pipeline. Uh, we've just got an IC approval for our next project, and it's a, an amazing asset class that exposure is just unavailable to all South Africans, even institutions right now. So we'll be launching that early in the new year. We're getting all the regulatory hurdles dealt with um, the side of the the December break, and we hope to launch the new product early in December. But ACOF, um, or Altvest Career Opportunities Fund, it's a private credit or private debt fund, whatever you want to call it. 
But South Africans can now invest in this asset class for as little as three rand per share on the JSC, sorry, on, on the CTSE or A2X, and that's available. There are, of course, other private credit opportunities available, but those require invest, minimum investments of up to 500,000 per individual. So we've brought private credit as an asset class to ordinary South Africans and made it available in an easy way to institutions. So we received almost $26 million in, in the equity component of our fund and $80 million as part of the debt component. So we, yeah, we, we off. So you, you're still on the uh, vision of democratizing the old private equity markets. Yeah. Ab- and, and absolutely. Maybe to, yeah. And, and just to add to it, I think it's worth spending a minute or two on, on our reflections and our growth as a business over the last two years. Um, we are extremely proud of the impact that we've had on the businesses that we've partnered with. Um, for both Bambanani and Mgano, these businesses have soared since we've been involved, and that's a great source of pride for us. One of the important realizations, spending time on the ground with SMEs, is that private equity or equity-type investing is not always the right solution for all businesses. In many cases, their financing needs are not well-suited to private equity, and what they need is an affordable short-term working capital solution, or they need a loan. So what we've spent the better part of this year doing is developing the solution to that big, to that big problem. So where Altfest Capital is sitting now is we've got this core equity franchise where, if, where it makes sense to do so. We come in as a private equity investor and democratize access to that business. But where it doesn't make sense to, to do so, whether, or where the business is not ready for that yet, we can still help those SMEs with a debt solution. So there's debt and equity in our toolkit now, and I think we're a lot stronger for it. Oh, it's so interesting to see how you've learned as you're going forward. Just to close off with, before we go, your stock take competition. First time out was uh, very successful. You're offering very good prizes, 50000 uh, to the winner, 30000 20000 second and third. How does that work, and is there still time to enter? Unfortunately, entries closed. Um, so it's quite difficult for a company with a market cap below a billion to get any analyst to have a detailed look. At. So we've invited students, professionals, and anyone who considers themselves uh, an investor to have a crack at doing an analysis. Um, we've got an internal team that looks at, at, at the, the various reports. We had over almost 80 entries. Um, there's about, yeah. And so we choose the top 10. Um, and then those go to professional judges who then will select the top five. And then it goes to the public who select the top three. It's incredible. We get lots of interaction with uh, the finance community and we get price discovery. So, you know, for, uh, it's not a secret. Anyone can figure out what the agenda is. For spending a hundred thousand, we end up with hopefully ten or more professional valuations on our business that should help other investors make a decision as to whether to invest or not. Alec, one more minute. Um, I want to talk about a partnership that we've developed 
that's been quite incredible for the business. We we spent Monday, the whole of Monday in, in, in Cape Town with the JSE and the Western Cape Economic Department of, of Economics, where the Western Cape government facilitated a matching event, a, a capital matching event between a range of SMEs. I think there were over 500 applicants and capital providers. So Altface Capital was one of the capital providers. And in the Dragon Den or Shark Tank style, we had um, 14 SMEs pitched to us for different funding requirements. Um, I'm thrilled to announce that the, pro the, the project was incredibly successful. The caliber of SMEs and entrepreneurs in the country is mind-blowing. And we left there feel on an absolute high, feeling very positive about the country and about the prospects of funding these SMEs. And we're not talking about guys who have developed anything fancy. We're talking on the ground businesses that, you know, retail. We, we saw a peanut butter manufacturer. We saw a lady who was producing almost a million samosas per annum. We saw printers, uh, car wash guys, um, a whole range of real economy and guys who are really struggling to to make it work, but have built incredible resilient businesses. So uh, we partnered with the JSE, and we're going to be traveling around the country um, to become a, a strategic partner in offering SMEs this kind of business. Actually, I don't know if you want to add anything to that. Yeah, just that, I mean, it was incredibly exciting. It's also humbling to see just how how innovative and how you know and how enterprising South Africans really are and you know in many cases you had a business that was doing a very simple thing baking cookies you know or making peanut butter employing you know 40 50 people full time stimulating the local economy building strategic relationships with big suppliers really building robust serious businesses and all they needed was just a little bit of an injection of capital. They had the track record. They had the cash generation. They had the strategic partners. They ticked all the boxes. All they need is capital. And capital is the easiest part of that conundrum. They've solved all the much harder problems. We get to come in and solve one of the easiest ones, in my opinion. And that's really exciting. Isn't it just, well, it gives you a, a, a lovely... Um, ending to this conversation. Look forward to the next time, Akshay. Karan and Warren Wheatley from Altvest. I'm Alec Hogg from biznews.com.